Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Let's just kick it up. Let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. If we fuck up the intro, we can just do it. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's just for fun. If you're having fun there, having fun, you know, just don't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching us through. Thanks. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. We've done... It's not. It's nice. It's, by the way, I say that to if like anyone I meet, I say that to even if it's not about a podcast or comedy. I think it's like the most inane, funniest thing you can say. But just honestly, just throw this one away. We've got a great one. You've so got, you've got to leave start. You simply must. Uh, with Tim's inspiration, I feel like I can finally actually do the introduction. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exciting. That's nice. yeah. Hey everyone, and welcome to a very special edition, a crossover episode between oh. the worst idea of all time and plumbing the Death Star. I'm Joel. I'm also Joel. I'm Jackson. I'm Guy. And I'm Tim. <laughs> and today... And together... Oh, you go. <laughs> <laughs> and today we are asking the important questions, like, how does the economy work in Grown Ups 2? So, Guy and Tim, you are obviously Grown Ups 2 experts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Plumbing the Death Star. Team Plumbing the Death Star mm-hmm. have seen the movie uh, Collectively. once together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I think I've seen it once by myself. I yeah. need to confess, it was something of a phone watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The movie did not captivate yeah, me yeah, yeah. Uh, much. That's okay, because right. it, it doesn't matter if we didn't really watch yeah. it, because... You two obviously have watched it okay. enough times for all of us. Before we go on, though, let's get some quick math. We've got a phone watch. What's the collective total, do you think, of viewing Grown Ups 2 for your side of the podcast equation? I would say that I, when we watched it together, yeah. I was paying enough attention to say that it wasn't a phone watch. My mm-hmm. phone may not have even been with me, so that's, that's one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, I looked over at my good friend Jackson, who was on his phone, and I was like, did you see that? That was so funny, which felt bad to doing Grown Ups 2. <laughs> And he wasn't paying yeah, attention. I didn't see what I thought was it. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, although I think I might have tried to lie and say I did, so you didn't no, ask no, any no. follow up questions. I was like, "You missed it." That was probably the best joke of the movie. Yeah. And then I did the joke for you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. Weird. I know you're reminiscing about the broader experience, but I just have to know what the joke was. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. so curious. So at that point in the movie, it was uh, see because I've only seen it once. Characters' names not going to be great with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. physical description will do, and we yeah. will be able uh, to deliver. Uh, it was David Bjorn Ironside from Vikings, that character. Yeah, David Spade's son. Brayden. Brayden. (laughs) Thank you. So Brayden went, it's just a weird cutaway where he is sitting in like a floating inflatable tube thing. And yeah, he's just, yeah. I think he just says, I love summer. No, <laughs> he, he says one word as the camera slowly <laughs> zooms into him and he dead eyes the camera. 
summertime. (laughs) (laughs) And he he says it because he sees those two other boys, Adam Sandler and Chris Rock's sons, uh, pissing beer out of their cocks. And he just goes, summertime. (laughs) And it's good, threatening, it's menacing. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. uh, Promise of whimsy. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. what I like about it. It just doesn't match the rest of the Mm. movie whatsoever. It's like a gif. They just put a gif in the middle of the movie and they're like, this will work. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of the movie is kind of a different movie than the movie that we're watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just feels there's yeah. not much like uh, it's all disjointed. It just feels like when there's a gag that's run its course, it just ends. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Like, there's no real closure. They to do a, lot a of sitcom things. thing where they often and I kind of forgotten this because it has been a little while between drinks. But yeah. they do like a little musical interlude mm. to make a joke work. Yeah. They'll deliver a punchline and then it'll be like dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> it's like wait a minute, this is a movie. Guys. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a welcome reminder that a movie is whatever you make it. Yeah, that's right. And that's true. Yeah. If it goes for an hour and a half, you can do whatever you yeah. want and call it a, it's movie, a movie and you're fine. Yeah. That's why that's we got movie length. That's yeah. why we have that as an option. Well, yeah. um, I just want to answer your collective question. Um, probably between us, between 104 and 112 <laughs> times. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. between us, four, yeah, four, yeah, four, I, yeah reckon, I reckon, yeah, versus one hundred and four to one hundred and fourteen. Yep. So there's quite a bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that uh, watching this uh, with people that hadn't seen it, even though I had seen it once and vaguely remembered it, knowing that the movie opens with a deer piss joke, yeah, it, it's Is good. It a joke? You... <laughs> it's just a thing that happened. Well, well yeah, I, presumably yeah. it's meant to be funny. The family <laughs> take it in their stride, yeah, and we'll get to actually answering the question in a moment. Oh, We've yeah. just got to get some feelings about grown ups. Yeah, yeah, too yeah, well. yeah, 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 yeah. We get it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because Adam Sandler's character gets pissed on by a deer, and he's mm-hmm. scared about the deer being in his room at first. But then, when the deer's out of the house, yeah. they're just like, "Oh, that's just like a." Yeah, it's nice that him and his son shared deer piss. Yeah, like the yeah. same deer piss. Yeah. 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 Do you know what's weird though? And this is like an observation you would only get after you know a, a collective triple digits effort mm, yeah. on the side of the the pond. So this deer, right? That I had never realized this before, but the deer is the whole reason at the very end of the movie when the party gets disrupted. So there's a big fight, but then the college kids all get scared by the deer. So this deer at the start of the movie <laughs> elicits very little fear out of Adam Sandler's family, but then elicits so much fear out of an entire college campus of kids. Yeah, because well, it eats a man's penis. Yeah, yeah. it eats a man's penis I mean, right if I off. saw That's a scary. deer eat a man's penis, I might be scared <laughs> of deer from then on, yeah. really. It's terrible. Terrifying. You don't expect it from a, de- a bear. I yeah. get. I think. Deer. Yeah. I think in a way, I'm already a little bit scared that like a de- not a deer will eat my penis, but like. <laughs> That like maybe Someone like a will. horse or a cow will. You overestimate how appealing your penis is to these vegetarian <laughs> animals. Well, I think it's because that's a, that's a worst case scenario. That's a lot. You know, that's their last option. I think it's because they <laughs> said when they, when you feed a deer or a, not a deer, you feed a cow or a horse a carrot. Mm. They're like, you need to have a flat palm. Because otherwise they'll think your fingers are carrots. Yeah. And I guess in my head, I'm like, if a horse has such a poor understanding of what a carrot is, if I'm in a situation where I'm, <laughs> you know, tracing around the farmyard, dude, is the day you were born. <laughs> yeah. Then there's a chance that a horse will bite my penis off. You, That's scary. You you put yourself in a situation where a horse is at risk of mistaking your cock for a carrot, and that's entirely on you. Like, the horse is just operating on instinct. Jackson, normally I wouldn't team up with Guy to bully someone, but take some fucking personal responsibility, <laughs> would you? If you are so frequently in an environment with horses, butt naked, your member blowing in the wind... I think that's you need to take a look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, run and be scared. Take Have some self care. Yeah, man. put on some. Pants. This would be rude to say if I was <laughs> bleeding from my crotch. <laughs> 
I was lying there, and you're like, well, you know what? Shouldn't have been nude at the farm, dude. We put on clothes to pat this horse, and here even then, with the information you've given us, I think it would be totally fair enough. I would take no pity. I would say, what did you expect? We literally warned you about this exact thing. I'm sorry. Look, I am sorry you have no dick anymore, and that that horse ate your penis. And that you're currently bleeding quite a substantial amount. Yeah. But <laughs> you've got to understand that once you're healed up and aren't going to die from getting your dick eat by a horse, yeah. we aren't going to be like kind about this. <laughs> we, we will be stern and be like, well, yeah, you got what you deserved. Please call an ambulance. <laughs> In a minute. <laughs> to berate you more. Stop admonishing not done with You know what? Maybe isn't. we'd take sympathy and pity and we'd really hold your hand. We'd wait for the paramedics and we'd usher you to the hospital and then you'd be put under anesthetic for whatever surgery is required yeah. to mend the mess that you have <laughs> created by your own hand. And uh, what we'd say is to the surgeon, we'd, we'd give them a sort of a flaccid, slightly old carrot and we'd say, sew that on. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird that you guys have taken such a pop shot at grown-ups for having a deer piss joke at the start and we've been doing an extended riff about Jackson's penis getting eaten off like it feels like an hour wow. now so to move this on I'm going to open a beer onto the mic That's what fair. do you ex- what do you expect like what what are you left with to talk about yeah um, yeah, yeah. But, Come on. I mean, so, so but bro- broadly speaking, what yeah. were your experiences of the film today? Were they positive? Were they negative? Uh, I think I, they were sort of neutral. Mostly I would say. negative, I yeah. feel, from yeah. my end. Uh, yeah. It falls into the category of movie for me where it's a positive experience because I like to be reminded that movies like this exist. Yeah. And because there's a lot of very baffling decisions in it mm. that are. Uh, yeah, pretty memorable. In fact, it's a similar experience I had to when I saw the Adam Sandler vehicle blended in cinemas. Yeah. And there's a Dale Stain cameo just in the middle of the film. And I was like, who is this for? This is an American film set in Africa, which has now just been revealed to be South Africa, featuring yeah. a South African cricket player. And there's a joke about how cricket isn't the same as baseball. Yeah. And I'm like, this is in a movie, and it made it all the way to cinema. And I just. It's for Adam. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. A lot of stuff but... that's in the productions is for Adam Sandler. But then even Adam Sandler doesn't seem to care about cricket. Why is yeah. Dale Stain in the movie? Yeah, I don't know. To me, it was just this like. It does give you hope that you can really produce anything, yeah. Um, and someone will watch it and find it yeah. entertaining, mm. which is really nice to Grand know. Two made like three hundred million dollars, yeah, or which something. is an insane mm, yeah. amount of money. I just, I don't know. It feels like uh, you know they, they say comedy is a, is a, a sort of medium that ages real quickly, and I feel that this one was aging as they were doing. Yeah, it. but uh, yeah, um, I think part of that's why I like it. Yeah. I like that I can watch yeah, a bad sure. movie and be like. That was just sort of unashamedly yeah. a bad movie. It doesn't impact yeah. my life any. Just a like, good, you know, it's crazy that these yeah. were some of the comedy greats of the nineties. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like the on the two thousands, that these were like, no, these are the funniest motherfuckers mm. that we can chuck on screen. Don't worry, everything they do is going to be good. And I think they themselves are like, man, we got you know we've been out of the game for a while. We got to bring our A game for these films. <laughs> yeah, man, there's some it funny people out insane. there, and this is gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Chris Rock being in this movie still to this day shakes me to my core. <laughs> like he is an important comedian, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, what is he doing? This would have come out either during the production or just before he made Top Five. Yeah, which was Chris Rock's return, like him in a star vehicle in a mm. film, and also like there was like a critically well-received film. Mm. They've all made good, uh, save for maybe Kevin James. Like Their career has all maintained comedic value. No, Mm. Kevin James actually has redeemed himself because he did all of those hilarious 
online videos oh, that's where he would true. like insert himself into, and they were brilliant. Oh, they were like, really so good. Yeah, he was yeah. the sound guy. He would put himself, at, yeah, he was, that's right. He was the sound guy on like famous sets. Yeah. Did you not see these? No. I thought yeah. I sent them to you. They're fucking well done. Yeah. It's just like, funny. they'll be shooting I Am Legend or something. And then, you know, the, the frames just sort of turns a little bit and Kevin James has like dropped the boom onto Will Smith. <laughs> or, yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. Well, with Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling is doing the whole speech from, uh, which film was it in? One a of the speech one. from Ryan Gosling? Yeah, uh, most of his films, I guess. A, rom- a romantic one, if this helps. Crazy Stupid Love? Nah, nah. The one oh. where he climbs a Ferris wheel, I think. Uh, okay. The Alzheimer's one. Uh, the, yeah, the Notebook. Yeah, the Notebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. I'd just like to circle back to uh, Jackson's point about taking comfort and, yeah. and knowing yeah. it's bad, and that's, and that's fine, and you meet it on its terms, and it, it makes it inoffensive. And like to think of all of these guys as comedy, Titans mm. or, or or whatever at different phases in their career, and it is like there's a there's a weird calm that washes over you and seeing that none of them are trying. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just no, this unspoken, at least to us as an audience, agreement that none of them are going to put an effort in. And watching Chris Rock act in this movie today, I was like, I can act that good, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't act. But he's like, he's walking around being like, No, today's your diaper day. Yeah, yeah. to like, know that I we could have been in grown ups yeah. too. That's yeah. the comfort. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if yeah. the five of us. Yeah, I, got, yeah, I did that yeah. math right. Did yeah. grow up soon. <laughs> it would well, be just as good. Yeah, like you know? I think the, the real hard part would be the five of us cumulatively having worthy comedy careers that would get us to a point where we <laughs> just have the that's, right that's, to make grown up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, and so I say to the other four of you, catch up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're doing our best. Get on my right. trailblazer, Try, Tim. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's very nice. Like as, a, like as a business owner, it's really nice that you can openly sort of commit I guess tax fraud. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everyone is just okay with it. Yeah, it's, it's like, I'm doing this for a lovely holiday and a catch up with my friends. Mm. And everyone is like, yeah, Great. we're on board. Enjoy. Yeah. Enjoy. So, Here's some money. Other highlights of the film is clearly where there, there's just no script for certain scenes. Mm. <laughs> Which is fine yeah. for like the you know the comedy titans of the nineties. Mm. There's also a lot of children in this film. Yeah. So often you'll have actors improvising and the children who aren't meant to be responding in the way they're responding just pissing themselves laughing in the background. Yeah. Well, what's his name? Nick Swanson. Yes, Swanson yeah. is um. Mm. Bus you know, driver man. Yeah. yeah. D- you know, improvising about how he's cooked as a bus driver, and then you've got Adam Sandler's kids in the background just laughing. Non-stop. I have to say, just because like, it would pay me to leave this out, but I watched this on Netflix today, and we did our whole season, I think, using a pirated copy. We downloaded online. Yeah, pirated yeah. copy. Um, and they, they've, fucking, they've cut jokes out of the Netflix what? line that really? I'm so used to seeing, and it really messed me up. Like, there's a, So there's a Nick Swardson line about how um, when they first meet up with him and Adam Sandler asks how he's doing, and he says that he got floated a couple pills at a Cypress Hill concert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, understand. Understandably, in this children's comedy movie, <laughs> that, that joke has been cut. Well, that yeah, because huh. we watched it, because uh, we're currently in the UK, we watched it on Sky, yeah, uh, yeah. and that joke was still in it. Yeah, thank so. God. Cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah. The joke that I really missed, because I actually did miss that, and the way the comedic beat worked, instead the joke ended on being like, uh, she caught me eating a banana with my butt and yes. then the punchline the or the tag is like I shouldn't have done it at her mum's house yeah. and mm. it gets out and I'm like I don't like the joke but it, comedically that makes sense <laughs> yeah. you yeah. haven't just let him do one improv and left it all in but the joke I really missed is it's a scene the surrounding scene I don't miss so much it's in a gymnasium and it's oh, uh, I know Chris Rock's daughter yeah. and Bumpty and they're sort of like flirting on the rafters or something and then the gym the gym teacher who's a sports broadcaster in America called Dan Patrick yep. is like sort of he throws a 
ball it bumped in knocks him out and then he goes who wants to watch me climb a rope <laughs> and it's like always stood out you know it's just such a phenomenal delivery and it's like a, it's actually a funny line as and well why would they cut that? and they it's cut not that too what that's so buffalo do they cut it because yeah. the follow-up joke which is significantly less funny is bumpty lying on the ground looking up the gym teacher's shorts and makes a comment about his balls that was gone too, I think. Of course. You yeah, that was gone you too. You couldn't cut that line and then just have a scene of Bumpy mm. looking at a gym teacher's book. That's more sinister. <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess that's why they cut it. Yeah. yeah. Because the punchline to them, the punchline to us was his fantastic delivery <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on who wants to watch me climb a rope. But to them, it's the kids seeing the balls of the gym teacher. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if it's for some reason. Fun. We can't have kids watching balls. So we'll cut this and we'll cut yeah. that. Or it could just be pacing. They were like, it's a bit too long. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll cut this out. That, uh, one hour, 40 minute run time. Yeah, we can yeah, yeah, get yeah. it we... down to 135, baby. No, I did. It was, it was actually, when I checked at the start, it was running 136 on Netflix. So your Ooh. instincts are phenomenal, Joe. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Things done. that still work in this movie. John Lovitz. Yes. David Spade, I'm never upset to see him on screen. He's got an easygoing charisma. I think yeah. because it feels like he's never trying yeah. when he's not trying, it works for him. Yeah. He's got another joke that took me by surprise in the movie that made me laugh yeah. out loud, even though it's a very 90s joke. The movie puts like, in quotes, unappealing women yeah. in situations with David Spade, and then it's referenced that he slept with them. Yeah. And then it happens again when the pizza delivery mm-hmm. lady delivers a pizza, and his son's uh, Brayden, is yeah. that his name? Son's mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. You got nice. Well, well done. Is well done. And like he grabs a pizza that's like the weird, incredibly intensely sexual flirting. Yeah. And then Brayden's looking at his dad, and David Spade shuts the door, and he's just like, mm, they're not all tense. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. He's genuinely funny in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. great delivery on that line. The moments between uh, Higgins, David Spade, and his son, Brayden, are like, you know, when he arrives and he's on the phone, hiccups again, all that shit you can yeah. take or leave. But then when he shows up and he's got the drawing of the man, and he's like, <laughs> You're him. And he's like, yeah, without the hat. That's like, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's yeah. very I, good. I feel like if you squint, there is potentially like maybe four different potentially good films yeah. Yeah. in this film. So you've got like a deadbeat dad kind of connecting with their very aggressive uh, son that they've just found out mm-hmm. about. You've got like someone being like, oh, we're, I'm aging out. I'm approaching this kind of thing where I can't do the things that I used to do. And I, I don't want a fourth kid, but yeah. my wife, you know, oh God, she's pregnant. Uh, what am so I going to do? Dealing with that. You've also got like a nice coming of age film between yeah. like all the kids there. You've got something where what? Uh, Kevin James loves his mum too much. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know what that was about. Yeah. But there's definitely yeah. like some nice films that you call like nice stories. But you surely it's all like... coincidental. Like yeah. surely yeah. it's all. Oh, it's oh, just oh, like yeah. David Spade was ah. like, it'd be funny if I had a huge son. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> Write it in. Yeah. A huge son with the shit like facial mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. Yeah, and good. it is funny to I have mean, a huge son. That's not. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. untrue. Yeah. Yeah. I like the idea of it because when you write a movie or like not that I've written and made a movie but when you create anything and you write it down and then there's a separate team of people in production who work on it yeah you show up and they're like we can't find the right colored giant tire and you're like oh man like it didn't have to be green i just wrote that yeah. you know <laughs> and this movie reeks of moments where adam sandler showed up to set and they've got all of the elaborate can, things can, that they've called for like i can around see him. him in his like production office just throwing a rubber ball at the wall and someone's <laughs> writing down what he's saying yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like and then the tire runs through the entire town 
And then we jump off a waterfall. <laughs> and then there's a raft. We, the raft gag's so good, we're going to use it twice. It's the second movie I've seen recently that has a joke about a man's head going into another man's asshole. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Hancock being the other one, the uh, 2008 Will Smith superhero vehicle. Well, Except- see, because we'd watched that recently for for a couple of episodes, and in that, like, he people do go in assholes, like yeah, it happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when, because I'd never seen Grown Ups, so obviously you were like, you warned me. You like, were like, there's going to be some too. David Spade goes in Kevin Kevin James's asshole, and then I was almost disappointed when because yeah. I think I think my personal fan theory is that he didn't really. Mm. You Although, know, I mean, it would be like the logistics of it of uh, Kevin James falling ass first yeah. naked onto David Spade, yeah, and clearly you're like, oh, he fell on his head. That's what. Well, I'm assuming a digit must have been because he was shielding his face, yeah. right? But, like, the angle and the velocity and all yeah. that, just kind of angling it right for David Spade. I, I don't think it happened. I think David to... Spade was just making a joke. Should we give a little context to those who haven't seen Grown Ups 2? Yeah, yeah. Sure. That this, So, it, uh, Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Kevin James, and David Spade are forced by some college kids to jump off a famous peak yeah. at the quarry that overlooks the river called Suicide 35, which is 35 feet above the water, and they force them to do it naked. Yeah. Mm. So, we get this hilarious montage <laughs> of our four comedy superstars yeah. jumping naked off of this thing and we just see their asses and uh kevin james is kind of a big guy and uh it's, <laughs> yeah. it's actually it's pretty funny because david spade's got in the water just before him and uh kevin james is a pretty heavy guy and he lands right on top of his head. <laughs> yeah and but he sustains in this looney tunes universe he sustains no lasting injuries <laughs> nah. even though like kill a man. Yeah. <laughs> All of the college kids are silent at the edge of the lake as their lives are changed forever. <laughs> you know, in yeah. a realistic version of that. Yeah. That's a trauma bond they take oh, for the rest of yeah. their lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It started like, off like the good bit of Stand By Me, but then it ended like the bad bit of Stand By Me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I guess if you take a lot of the Looney Tunes, like, uh, I guess, the physics of this movie, yeah. there's a lot of dead people. Oh, yeah. Well, David Spade's dead. The bus driver's dead multiple times. What, uh, what would happen hmm. if you got rolled in a tire? Like David Spade well, did in real would life. Go to mush, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So this happened while we were watching it. There was two scenes. One was a tire scene. And I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah. I think when they were hanging the uh, bus driver. I know exactly what it'll be. Down. It'll be when when Nick Swordson. You're right. He's the bus driver. It's it's specifically when he drops him and then he's on the floor and then he accelerates yeah. and his head just smacks into yeah. the back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's very purple. Like his hands and like arms and face are very purple. Yeah. The blood is rushing to like there. So the moment his face impacts the back of the bus, like it's popping like a pimple, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. the reason I bring up the tire and it wasn't that moment, there was another moment oh, okay. in the film where uh, my good friend Joel Zammett was like, if they did that in real life, this they'd be dead. Much, yeah. right? And two out of the three examples, not the bus example, but the tire one, definitely. I was like, oh, no, I've seen what would happen because they do this exact stunt in Jackass. Ah. <laughs> the new one? The tire one is in the series, I think. Yeah. Um, right, right, right. But yeah, like there's a couple of instances where you were like, oh no, that wouldn't work. And I was like, no, I've seen what it does to the human body. They I, spew heaps. Yeah, I just feel like going that fast, like kind of, you know, uh, yeah. would do something to your brain. Yeah, mm. I feel like it, feels well, like it would, it would also just sever something. It would kill Shaquille O'Neal as well when he stops it with his wiener. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, big time. Big time. Shaquille O'Neal is having so much fun in this movie. Everyone Probably seems to be having really a lot is. of fun in this yeah. film. It's That's lovely. It's lovely to see. Nicest thing about Shaquille this O'Neal film. comes across as one of the stronger actors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 
know, like, <laughs> I feel like he's excited by the opportunity, so he actually mm. tries. Guy and everyone's and I, like, Guy and I have watched like all of the behind the scenes footage and promo interviews, even stuff that like didn't go to air anywhere. There's special <laughs> places on the internet that we've found where it's like <laughs> promo interviews that never mm. got like aired anywhere. Yeah. And everyone raves about what a fucking good dude Shaq is. <laughs> yeah. And that he's just like hilarious, kind, mm. great a, actor. A big part of Sandler's like, he, he has basketball hoops on all of his sets. Yeah. Yep. And like a huge part of, you know, it would be fun for Shaquille O'Neal to be in an Adam Sandler movie. More than that, it would be fun thre- for Adam Sandler to play basketball oh, yeah. with Shaquille O'Neal. Like <laughs> all he wants to this, do is play It threatened basketball. this movie. There was a guy who was part of the um, production yeah. of Grown Ups 2 who got in touch with us during season one and told us that they were running like hideously behind schedule because Adam Sandler and the guys just kept playing basketball <laughs> when they should have been like shoot, they were just they were fucking off all the time that's awesome by all accounts Adam Sandler sounds like the nicest man yeah. in Hollywood oh yeah, yeah. big time I wish, I wish we were part of his circle just yeah. to like be involved in any of these films and have a lovely time with all these people do you think what? that we could just label our podcast as a Happy Madison production and just hope. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. He Terrific. Surely he doesn't know everything within his empire. Yeah. <laughs> surely we can fly in under the radar. I've got a podcast? Yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I could have done that at some point. All right. Yeah. Put them in Grown I've, Ups I've 3, sure. Film. All right. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, all right. Why not? Have I met him? I feel we've reached the, po- the point in the podcast where we, we probably should start hammering down That's yes. into the economy yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Grown Ups 2. So talk us. Talk us through the question. Like, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why, why did you decide that this would be the question for yeah. today? I think I've got some theories half yeah. watching this film, but I, I'm curious. Yeah, to I'm see, curious uh, as to what, 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 why you think the economy is is doesn't make so sense. interesting. Well, yeah. I think I'm so, with. I mean, I'll let. Tim and Guy answer yeah. this because this was their idea That's, for the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. But watching it, I was like straight away. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, they're absolutely on here because yeah. uh, mm. no one. Goes to work at any point. That's not true. We we see Chris Rock specifically mm. go to work to not work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm. That's what I'm fascinated by because when this sort of proposal got floated that we would do a mashup episode and yeah. we were looking for what question to kind of interrogate the movie with, I was like, the end of, <laughs> at this point, approaching the sixtieth watch, <laughs> the interesting bit for me is specifically how the economy of this town works. Yeah, because yeah. it's not like jobs don't exist. That would be way cleaner. It <laughs> yeah. would be like we could assume there was some sort of universal basic income yeah, yeah, program, yeah. Or, or or they're all rich living yeah. off some sort of stipend, uh, yeah. whatever. But it's not like that. It's more complicated because <laughs> yeah, yeah. jobs exist, and some of them have jobs. Yeah. But Kevin James works in an auto body shop, which mm-hmm. he visits for seemingly twenty minutes <laughs> a day. I believe he does. Um, he own it. Yeah. Or is he a co-owner he, it's, of it? Yeah, it's his... I think it's his shop. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, David Spade works part-time at a go-kart track. Yeah. We know... We, Adam Sandler's job in this is never referenced, and we only it, know because we've seen Grown Ups 1. Do you know what? It is mentioned, and without wanting to get ahead of answering yeah. the question... Colin Quinn, when there's like a, a sort of a moment of harmony amongst the, the townies, as they're called by the frat boys, uh, says, Lenny Fader left this town, went to Hollywood, oh, made true. big bucks... Probably more than all you boneheads were making your whole lives all put together. And then he came back. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because his home. And um, there's something to me, because watching it, I was like, it, the interesting thing is it's, they, they all have jobs. But again, it's sort of Looney Tune universe, like a child interpretation of what a job is. Selma yeah. Hayek owns a boutique fashion store where she yeah. goes. Her employee is incredibly unprofessional <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and harangues her about having dated her husband. 
And then she's like, okay, well, you're in charge of the business. I'm she going to work out. She kicks her employee in the head. Actually, you can't do that. Yeah, it's yeah. actually not allowed. It's, uh, I feel like at, at one point, like uh, she had easy grounds to fire that woman. Yeah. But then now the employee clearly has grounds to sue the <laughs> shit yeah. out of her employer. By well, especially her in America. She's, yeah, she's inviting trouble. Well, I guess... There is, yeah, because we could probably go through the jobs that are in this yeah. film. Because one of Adam Sandler's kids works at an ice cream store for about fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got uh, yeah, Selma Hayek runs the boutique clothing yeah, uh-huh. store. Uh-huh. We've got the yoga instructor. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Yoga, that's a job. Yep, yoga instructor cleaning at the yoga yeah. instructor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Janitor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 Although he seems to be CD cleaning janitor. multiple places. He seems well, to be he's a janitor. The town. Every <laughs> janitor. <laughs> yeah. He's the only game in town. Yeah, because he's also the clown. Sorry, the clown. The town is very. Clean. Yeah, well, yeah, he's doing a good. He's job. also the janitor at the school. Yeah. Remember, he's got he's got them by the short and curly. Like, eh? God, <laughs> me, oh my, human resources wants to fire him, but boy, does he keep things spicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only he didn't do such a good job. Uh, you've got Kmart. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kmart is a. Uh, Steve Buscemi yep. is a driving instructor. Yep. yep. You've uh, got a coffee shop that yeah. uh, the bus driver crashes into and I assume orders a coffee. Yeah. Bus driver? Bus driver. Obviously, Shaquille um, O'Neal, you got the police. police. Oh, the cops. We've yeah. got cops. So we've got like a municipal sort of civil mm-hmm. service structure yeah. going on. People are paying taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. happening. But like, how the fuck are they generating income? Yeah. <laughs> from, like, yeah. yeah. An well, ice cream well, there's shop. a whole you know, there's there's a school, so there's like a teacher. Yeah, that's true. That's true. principal there. That's a whole system. You also got a university that's quite close, I can only assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But... Is this a university town? But then on top of that, all of these jobs we see, yeah. mo- apart from the cleaner who is clearly everywhere and doing an incredible yeah. job all the time, yeah. no one is actually doing their job. No. Yeah. Like, oh, t- I guess Tim Meadows at Kmart seems to be working, but then he also gets choked out on shift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. An impediment to thing. doing your job. If anyone <laughs> is working in this movie, they get stopped immediately. There's like some sort of force where if, if someone is being, which is, okay, so here's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. There is like some sort of heavily socialist underpinning, <laughs> which, which sort of girdles the town. So if anyone is starting to be productive in this economy, they must be cut off at the knees because it's like <laughs> if you start this Cold War arms race of earning actual <laughs> yeah, yeah, money yeah. And, and, and forming a productive industry here suddenly we're all going to be doing nine to five five days a week and frankly that is not compatible with our lives that really changes the scene where Chris Rock doesn't go to work because it's it's no longer like it's he's lazy. He's like I can't. <laughs> yeah, God. He's fighting for his life. He, he, yeah, he's a, he is a cable guy. Mm. He's a cable guy who who we know just has one job for the entire day, and that's not even a case where like with the other stuff like Kevin James. We're sort of extrapolating that he's there for twenty minutes in the day at the mm. shop. And with owns, Kevin James, he o- he owns the place too, so you can yeah. assume maybe it's employees True. that are actually doing yeah. a lot. Share of the work. Well, yeah, because the the very muscular, sexy lady. She yeah. works for the. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's got that's true. people working for him. Mm. Yeah, but Chris Rock, we know his entire day, like his schedule that day, he's been booked to do one install <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. If, what that's if it... not viable, guys. If I was a cable, if I was Comcast, yeah. I'd get the fuck out of that town. <laughs> Something weird's going on. Heaps. <laughs> oh, See, I, I have. I th- I think. Yeah. So. Because uh, again, when we're talking about, and there's a scene uh, just before the hilarious uh, titans of comedy are, are jumping off a cliff yeah. naked. So there's that, that that scene where the um, I guess the, the the frat boys are mocking these people. We do go through their jobs. Yeah, and one of them is like you know points to Kevin James. I think it's Chris Rock. Points to Kevin James. Like he owns like one of the best 
uh, order mm. repair shops. This guy he works part time at a go kart. Blah, blah. But they all, they all very deliberately not mention what Adam Sandler does. Oh, okay, it's a w- really weird scene because they just kind of f- focus on Adam Sandler's face and nothing happens. Yeah, and they don't really say anything. And then of course they jump off naked, hilarious. Yeah, I wonder if they did that because that may have been a pickup or something. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work uh-huh. if they say. It's so, it's so funny because it's a movie that made three hundred million US. <laughs> Dollars and you're like maybe someone forgot to say it. <laughs> no, I think that what, I think that what happened is not that they forgot to say it, but just that they had the ending scene where they're like, he left this town and he came back to this town after making that's big Hollywood box. That's not supposed to be Joel. That's not supposed to be a reveal. Yeah, yeah what are yeah. you talking about? What? That only works if no, no one uh, has seen Grown Ups One. It's not a twist. No. It's not- <laughs> It's because they're saying it to Taylor Lautner, who is also the same person who this speech is to before. I think it would actually make more sense if it was addressed here and then, and then later it would it become a callback. Like he's like a big Hollywood um, big shot at the end. Like, yeah, he, he said, and he came back because exactly. of... Exactly. Anywho. So they don't mention his name or they don't mention what his job is, whatever, then yeah. they make him uh, do, the, do the jump. So my theory is that we... Because we don't really know how much Adam Sandler made when mm. he was a big Hollywood uh, superstar big agent, whatever. Yeah. But I think he made a lot of money. I'm thinking he made like billions. Like I think he's maybe like perhaps in the one percent, as it yeah. were. And so I think he kind of came back to this town because we don't, we never, do we ever see? Look, we haven't not seen Grown Ups one. No, but do yeah. we ever see the town before he came back? I'm going to assume it was a garbage town that no one cared about and was kind of like falling apart. The economy was just in the toilet. So when he came in with all his billions and was like, I miss this town and what it used to be. Because you have this Whoa. ice cream shop that isn't really like a modern day ice cream shop. That's it true. It looks like an ice cream shop. That's vintage. Kind of like out of like yeah, the 1950s or something so, like so that. So you're suggesting basically Adam Sandler is bankrolling the yes. town. Yes. I think that everyone here understands the situation, which is to make Adam Sandler or whatever his name is, Larry Ender, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sure. Lenny sure. Lenny Fader. Sure. Um, well, I guess I would kind of explain if everybody's kind of like Adam Sandler is where my paycheck comes mm-hmm. from then when David Spade is tortured by yeah, being yeah, yeah. rolled down in a tire yeah. he's like well uh, ah. this is it's what I signed up for I and guess. it's also why Adam Sandler thinks that he has I, I guess the you know the audacity to be like I'm gonna drive this bus and no <laughs> one can do anything <laughs> no uh, can stop me even the cops it's don't also a, a, yeah. a functional metaphor for the movie itself <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the way that the economy of the actual Happy Madison productions runs yeah yeah. I, tod- I, I totally agree. The other, qu- the other question mark or the other, like, I feel like anyone who's not a main character within the world of the film but still lives in the same town <laughs> is um, employed by Kmart. Yeah. And I feel like all of those people are earning an honest living. Like, it's sort of, Kmart appears to be, there are these specific stores. You've got your fashion store, you've got a yeah. supermarket. What else? You've got your auto body shop. But like by and large, and this is I've been to some small towns, like a big store like Kmart moving in is basically death to mom and pop stores. Yeah, and this absolutely. is a place that would have previously been populated by all these little community stores and everyone's you know, they've all got their family businesses, it's how they operate. I think between Kmart and Adam Sandler, everyone is taken care of. And not everyone's <laughs> happy. Well, I guess mm. this is the question then. Did Adam Sandler commission the Kmart? I oh. think the Kmart is a threat to Adam Sandler. Yeah. I think he worries oh, okay. about it. I think yeah. we, we don't see it in the movie, but at <laughs> night, that's what he stresses about because he's like, it's me yeah. versus the Kmart. In fact, yeah. if Grown Ups 3 was about that, 
that would rule. We've got a duopolistic economy that is just the two poles of it are Adam Sandler's character <laughs> Lenny Fader, which funds fifty percent of the economy, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kmart funding and you, the other. And half. I can actually I can understand the tension as well because the people who work at Kmart would resent everyone beneath Lenny's umbrella because like you don't know a, you don't know anything about an honest day's work. Yeah. Like you don't do anything for your money. You just live off of your friend mm. like a you're sponge. In this, you're in this imagined yes. yeah. weird nineteen fifties pseudo <laughs> exactly. dream of but an ice cream all of the store. people underneath Adam Sandler's umbrella would be like, well, that came up, moved into town, it mm. put my mum and my dad out of business, it shut down all of the locally owned and operated original stores. Yeah, and exactly. so you guys are in fact, and there's, there's grounds for, you know, you can see the value this in either feels, argument. To yeah. me, this feels like what's happening with the metaverse, that we're all like <laughs> in pretty quick order going to be living in this world, which is like Mark Zuckerberg's fucked up version of Earth. <laughs> and this is like, Adam Sandler's got like, this is what the hometown was like. There was yeah. an ice cream shop and there was a go-kart track. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's just yeah, funded yeah, yeah. all of these projects that people have to then exist in full time. And that's what we're headed towards. It's like, I got to go. That would be so weird to be like, I know I need to go to my place of work for yeah. a bit to satisfy Adam Sandler yeah. to be like, yeah, they are good. You you yeah. are working. And you, you, you don't have to be that long. Yeah, yeah, oh. You kind of see this a lot in a lot. Again, you go back to that scene where they're talking to the uh, frat the frat guys. Yeah. And there's almost like you could kind of, if you scored that a little bit differently. To kind of have the fear in, say, Adam Sandler's friends to be like, guys, shut the fuck up. You're going to ruin a good thing. You don't know yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. So please be quiet. They're seconds away from leading into being like, Adam Sandler Just, runs this town. If you, if you mention something, we're going to ruin it and then we're going to have to like actually deal with our lives. Yeah. And it kind of like, if you look at every single one of them and how they occupy their time, a lot of it is to go around and help Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. So you got like, like a, a horny David Spade being like, I'm fucking around and just doing everything. Thing, I guess I uh, go to this. There's a Truman Show quality to it. Yeah. Like yes. when they go to the ballet recital and it's full of all these people, and you're like, who found all these people? Well, yeah. <laughs> Why are all of these people in the auditorium yeah. to watch this ballet recital? And yep. there's someone, it's probably someone close to him. It might be Lamonsoff between mm-hmm. visits to like his mom's yeah. and the auto body shop. He's like in charge of the accounts and he's like hiring all of these people. He's bringing them on on buses and he's putting them in a hall. And he's like, Sandler's going to get here in five minutes. I've held him up with this big police fucking firing bus entrance from Kmart, but we need everyone sitting in here pronto. He's got to see that the town's popping off. A hundred percent. They're like, we horrifying. need someone like, a, we need a big titted uh, uh, instructor there yeah. to keep Adam Sandler happy. Uh, we can't have it. Out. And, and, um, yeah, it, it just seems everything there is for his benefit. Yeah, well, even his well, bully. It, let's <laughs> extrapolate this out a little bit. Yeah, is this like is this how Adam Sandler is living? Do you think because he really he is for a lot of people they rely on him creating these movies sort of yeah. annually to keep their families yeah. fed. Boom operators, gaffers, mm-hmm. assistant directors. Mm. You know all these. He's got this whole infrastructure which is like a small town that moves around with him. Yeah, shooting out these location movies because he feels just, well, like a reality of Happy Madison on screen. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just... Well, wasn't there actually an issue? Well, not an. Well, I guess an issue. Mm. But wasn't there a thing behind the scenes with this? Because Rob Schneider was cut from Grown Ups 2. But wasn't mm. there a whole thing where he was, was like... There was a scheduling conflict. Yeah, oh, was scheduling sch- conflict. That was it. It was like, no bad body yeah. I was like, ah, scheduling conflict and my wife is having a kid. So oh, I can't yes. be in this. I remember... I mu- it must have been something else then. Because I remember Rob Schneider being like, I'm financially in trouble now or something like that. And I was like... 
Adam Sandler cut him out. That's a crazy... And now he's going poor. Dangerous way to live. (laughs) Um, So what I tend to do when I'm watching a movie I either really like or don't care for, I'll just go on IMDb and read the trivia. And so for the first one, uh, at the end of uh, Making Grown Ups, and I guess it made a shit ton of money because Adam Sandler then gifted all the cast members, uh, the main cast members, Maseratis. Yeah. And I think yes. it was Chris Rock was just like, I felt a little bit annoyed because I was Adam Sand- I felt like I was Adam Sandler's bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I just feel that maybe it's everyone a- is like, and this, again, the town is a metaphor for Adam Sandler's relationship for everyone else. That Everyone is just like doing what he wants. And it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's nice. You yeah. don't have to go to work, no. but occasionally you'll be rolled into Shaquille O'Neal's penis in a tire <laughs> and you've just yeah, got to figure out whether or not that's a deal you want to strike, you know? Yeah. It's a really interesting question about the price you put on your own dignity because it's like we're going to afford you so much freedom that you know 23 hours of the day are all yours to to live out as you choose within this protective bubble where you don't have to worry about anything yeah however for one hour a day we're gonna need you to get to the school hall because adam's on his fucking way and we need you filling those seats it's yeah i i can actually feel within myself like a very dark stirring about the malaise that long-term living in this situation would put you in. Just yeah. the idea yeah. of like, is this communism? <laughs> um, and, and, uh, another, I guess, supporting argument here is the fact that, so the, the party at the end, the yeah. 80s party at the end. So that was um, on a whim. Yeah. It was not planned. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, no, there was no invitation really sent. Like everyone. It was, it was uh, the biggest party in the, in the world. Just, just an idea. That, it was uh, organized at the start of the day. Yeah, I also like to think day, that... everyone had costumes. Yeah, I like to think this explains why there were so many people dressed as Prince. It was yeah. just like a miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> there was more panic. There was meant to be one Prince. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to ruin the illusion. <laughs> what is the communication network between everyone who is an Adam Sandler and his family? Because you're right. This is spread purely through you know, word of network. mouth it's a whisper network yeah. Yeah. all of a sudden some of Lenny's old friends from the Jay Giles band are showing up yeah. you know, they've <laughs> yeah. installed a stage and speakers uh, and a light show yeah. for them to play centerfold it's all like yeah, this is shit well, happens fast in this well, town. Yeah. Well, when Tim Meadows gets choked out, and then everyone comes out, and then there's Shaq there, who's like, "Oh, you strangled my brother." How does he know so quickly? <laughs> well, presumably the police got called. Well, yeah, yeah but it's like yeah. a split second, and they're not really. The mm. trick and is, care. and I think this is further support of the argument. They're not really police officers. <laughs> there aren't actually cops in this mm. town. There are two guys who yeah. are dressed up like police yeah. officers. and they do point a live gun. <laughs> Adam Sandler dressed up two guys like cops and were like, yeah, do what you like. And, these, they, and the, those guns are going off, which I assume because no one gets actually shot. They're just full of yeah, blanks, blanks, right? It's yeah. all blanks. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Maybe well, there's a secret police we don't see, but they're dressed in <laughs> oh civvies. Oh, God. Well, now we are talking communism <laughs> with secret police. And the, 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 what I love in retrospect, I didn't figure this out at the time, is the censors deemed it appropriate to remove like the teacher ball kids looking at the teacher yep. joke. However, the bit where Peter Dante says, the Peter Dante who sold your parents snowmobile and sold it for crack cocaine is gone. <laughs> <laughs> they kept in. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Also, all of like all of Nick Swardson's sort of gay panicky sort of storyline, that's all in there. The kids need to see yeah, that. That's yeah, 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 that's important. Yeah, good. Time, yeah. Making time. out with a dog is good, maybe. <laughs> 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 it's so... Maybe it is. It, the, it is. The way that... like the So there's one thing I want to talk about, uh, about um, the ending of the film and the messaging of the film Yeah. Uh, that is very, very strange. But just going back to the gay panicky uh-huh. stuff real yeah. quick. This movie handles that stuff so weird because with Nick Swardson, they're like, what a freak. Yeah. But then with the yoga teacher, they're like, it's very normal. This is a very normal thing. <laughs> yep. Who cares? Yeah. Well, He's Truman in yeah. this movie. To be honest, like he, that was what radiated from the screen this time. I was like, the guy, yeah, the the, the yoga instructor is the one sane man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, excuse the turn of phrase, but he's playing the whole thing straight. Yeah, like he yeah. is a straight man in this crazy world around his, him. His, uh, the way that that yoga class or whatever it is runs is so crazy. Which, like, you know, obviously there's a weird moment with the janitor before yeah. where John Lovitz comes. And it makes so everyone good. It's genuinely still so funny. Yeah. Today. John Lovitz <laughs> rocks. John Lovitz is um, that much. John Lovitz in a movie is honestly incredible. It's delightful. <laughs> but then this, like, it, it's weird. All of these people have come. Like, all of these women have come in for this class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that none of them are talking about the fact that it's a new class or it's a new constructor. They're all just there. Like, this is something we do. Mm. And then the instructor comes in and is like, "Hi." And no one's met him. No one knows who this guy is. He's like, this is a new cause. Yeah. I'm a new guy. Yeah. This does go to the Adam Sandler owns the town theory, though, because it's like now I'm imagining there's a notice board and it's like today's activities. You could go to a yoga <laughs> yeah. class or learn parasailing. I like um, as well that if, if Adam Sandler's hired the yoga instructor, he's like, it feels like he's getting too deep. He's like, I mm-hmm. need a guy for my wife to find very attractive. attractive. But you gotta be gay. Yeah, yeah. Or else I'm too threatened. Yeah, but also, oh, he better be. there's a point in the movie where he doesn't know he's gay. So Adam Sandler, I think Adam Sandler's losing track of what's <laughs> real and what isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the, the, another <laughs> argument for this being basically everyone at Adam Sandler's whim is props. Yeah. So that little monkey. That gets ripped to shreds by a deer. Yeah. This uh, instructor somehow, just by, by sewing magic, sews it up like it's brand new. And if you look at that uh, stuffed animal, it doesn't got like so, like, it doesn't got like shitty. No, it's a uh, brand new uh, monkey. It's a brand new monkey yeah. that they've tracked down. Like someone in production. You can production... bet they've got a warehouse full of those fucking <laughs> yeah. monkeys yeah. somewhere. Yeah, someone, yeah, someone in production has to like track down that and be like, say you sewed this uh, <laughs> because we've got a great third act finale. I yeah, we've paid it? an actor to lose his nuts to a deer. <laughs> it's going to be great. There's there's a scene I really want to see with the yoga instructor, which mm. is when when Higgins is it's a deleted scene. Yeah. When Higgins is rolling through town, they roll past Selma Hayek's boutique business store, and outside of it, she's standing there with I don't know if it, which kids, but I know that she's with Becky, their daughter, because. The yoga instructor's standing outside like a new sort of louder shirt and Becky's on his shoulders. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. it's seen, it's part of the world. Like Becky and him know each other later on when they're at the supermarket. She yeah. calls him Stud Muffin. Like there is a whole scene of him bonding with the family, <laughs> yeah. shopping with the family, yeah. like doing all of the stuff that they're like, we don't need it. And the idea of any scene in this movie being like, we don't need it. When you don't need any of them. Like, how do they make those decisions? What's the distinction? So Adam Sandler running the town. The movie 
because the the messaging of this movie goes against usually what these exact type of movies are. Mm. Because yeah. what happens in this film is that people that are aging show they're all in their presumably forties. Yeah, yeah, mm. l- early fifties maybe. Usually, what happens in movies like this, it's like it's okay that you're losing your youth. Yeah, but this movie takes the opposite stance, which is nostalgia is fucking awesome. <laughs> Kids are fucked. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like living in the 80s fucking rules and adults will always run this fucking town. Did- and yeah. live in the past, relive your past yeah. glories. It's still awesome. If you peaked no, in high school, uh, don't worry. That's actually still cool. That's sick. Also, uh, <laughs> also in terms of more Adam Sandler fuckery, so he t- tells his kid how like this is how you pick up you know is yeah the, 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 the three steps you yeah. gotta get them smiling say they got a sweet smile and then you gotta ask them on a date and before they realize you're fugly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fugly. and then you know you, you see this with his kid doing that but the kid is being at his at his 1950s uh, ice cream, ice cream shop, parlor yeah uh, and his old I guess Adam Sandler's old friend is you know his boss and he's Colin also, Quinn he's yeah. mentoring his kid to kind of be like the next Adam Sandler oh no because he's saying your dad did this and it worked on your like you know your mum basically he's like somebody's gonna need to keep running yeah. the town and then maybe my wife and then he hits another kid with uh, something yeah. no more? I don't know. <laughs> then he bra- he brains a woman who works at the ice cream <laughs> yeah. parlor with a scoop. Yeah. Her name's Tanya, by the way. Like, stunt actors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's not. She's not she was a yoga she, instructor who got roped in for a day on set. <laughs> yeah. We met her in Los we, Angeles. We met her. We we uh, we had a real journey trying to like figure out who this woman was, and uh, eventually figured it out. Met her. She's super lovely. That's like the one movie she's ever done. <laughs> Which is like, and this speaks to the 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 yeah. let's zoom out of grown ups too. But in real life, like yeah. Happy Madison Productions, she just her dad was like friends with someone, and she wound up in the movie. And I think that's most Adam Sandler flicks. <laughs> we joked earlier about tricking Adam Sandler into thinking we were part of Happy Madison Productions, but I feel like if we were just you, you got to get on set. And then you're in the movie. I yeah. feel like that's all you need to do. Adam Sandler, I know that Gr- uh, Grown Ups Three was greenlit. And I know that your production was halted and it still hasn't come out. There is still time to cast (laughs) all five of us. You know, if you want to bring your production to New Zealand and also then Melbourne, I'm sure there's some tax breaks there. This is not the way. Ask forgiveness, not permission. We find out where it is being shot. I think we just all turn up holding booms. No one will question us. And then we just drift our way into frame Mm. when they're shooting. Mm. Wait until there's a scene with five people, five people, five booms. We're in. <laughs> Do you think if you lived in this town, this Adam Sandler town, you would be getting worried? Like, I feel like what we're seeing is the point where Adam Sandler's sort of losing his mind. Like, previously, mm. we're seeing a town where Adam Sandler's trying to recapture the nostalgia of his childhood. And he's like, this is, uh, we're going to open a 1950s ice yeah. cream shop. But now Hold he's... On, Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you think there's a good point in the town being dictated by one man? I, th- I think there would have been a, su- a sweet spot while everyone was like, yeah. I don't have to work. Yeah. I get a, a basic income from yeah. Adam Sandler, but now like, we're at a point where Adam Sandler the night before mm. is like, let a deer into my home yeah. to piss on my son. Yeah. And then he goes to sleep and everybody who works at the production is like, he's losing it. He's like, later on, we're going to fight some children. And you're yeah. like, I don't know how much longer I can sustain this in Adam Sandler's maniac town. you got to imagine when it, before it first all kicked off, it would have been this like, you know, middle of America, just, you know, yeah. old town falling apart. Things, There's just no money to 
to make it, you know, uh, to do basic repairs or beautification. And then this guy comes in, cock the walk, and he's like, I got this idea. I will reinvigorate this whole town. Yeah. But I own you. Yeah. Um, and you're like, well, <laughs> how, what do you mean by that? Like, but I'm at first, you... maybe it's a fine deal. Yeah. At first, maybe you don't mind doing it, you know? But it's then... kind of like a serfdom. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're like, Adam Sandler is my king. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I just got to till the fields. Those fields are uh, kind Entertaining of... Entertaining Adam Sandler, yeah. yeah. It's a Jeff Bezos sort of approach to capitalism. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it, well, what do you guys um, think was the original industry that was sort of the backbone of this town when it actually existed legitimately? Well, it feels it. like that what may have probably happened yeah. is based on the buildings and stuff that we've seen, apart from the Kmart, everything yeah. is... And the movie sort of makes a point of it, is that the town... And I think that this is probably more heavily in the first Grown Ups, although I remember Grown Ups 1 being set in a cabin, but I could be misremembering. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Nailed it. They go to a lake somewhere on yeah. holiday. Well done. Yeah, Cancel going yeah. to Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's legend stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah. wow. Dude, dude I'm, I'm actually fucking on one right now. Um, <laughs> Joel, I feel like you were going somewhere with that. What, what is the architecture telling us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the way that the town is, is like it's very much like since Adam Sandler left... The town kind of stayed the same and got like yeah. kind of decrepit. Like the fact the ice cream shop, it's not that it reopened, it's just the same one that yeah. he used to go to as a yeah, kid. Sure. You've got like a lot of things, like even just like repair shops and stuff like that, is things he remembers. Like, because like it's just things, how like everything kind of just stayed the same. Yeah. Except for Kmart. That's yeah, true. Yeah, Kmart yeah. feels new. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the town was so probably talking, is it like an old like uh, is like a, is it a mining town that logging kind of all dried up logging a quarry what's in a quarry stone there's a lot yeah. of brick <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that's telling us but there's a lot like the, the, the right yeah it feels like a lot of the buildings are brick I'm, I'm, in the I'm, exteriors in my head I remember a lot of weatherboard mm. I, oh, interesting I feel huh. I I feel like they probably um, there's a train station I feel like it was maybe a gateway town. You have a lot of people through, yeah, a lot of people right. coming to visit, you know. So like, maybe Cole's going through there. Oh, yeah. like mm. or, of, uh, or maybe there's a train station and the weather seems nice. Maybe it was yeah. kind of like a tourist, a tourist destination. Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, it could be like an old, like, sort of in, in you know, Australia where we have like those old gold rush towns. Oh, yeah, yeah true, yeah. true, so true. It's kind of built up there and then, like, you know, uh, over time, no one really gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it seems like, like you that. really want it to be a mining town, but I think, unfortunately, based on the amount of greenery and stuff we well, see, it's yeah. probably What's not. The, where, 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 the, where they jump? Is mm. that a quarry? Is that's that a flooded that, quarry? That a quarry. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. I don't understand quarries. What's a quarry? A quarry is like a mine. Okay. It's like a mine you don't go in. You just go on. Jackson, you got the big brain on Jackson. Joel and I are doing faces at each other now, which is not going to get picked up on a podcast, but we're having fun. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, okay, so there's a quarry. Yeah, quarries are mines. It, it yeah. seems like it could probably be a college town too, which yeah. I know you said towards yeah. the start well, of the episode. Well, I think that depends, and I was going to ask this question. Are the college kids in on it? Well, or and, is yeah. the college separate and they found this horrible the little... The college, yeah. it is suggested, is sort of within the greater mm. vicinity of the sort of catchment of the town, but they had to travel in mm. to yeah, sort okay. of get to where the, the growing ups yeah. Hang out. I I am on board for the mining thing. Yeah, because mm. I think the quarry is like our one great clue here. <laughs> it's the mm. one thing we that can combined with the rail yeah. infrastructure. This yeah. this makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So we initially we had mineral resources, maybe gold. Yeah. Um, it went to shit, mm-hmm. which has happened. We, we've spent a little bit of time in Kentucky and West Virginia in the states. Guy yeah. and I, we've seen firsthand 
the yeah. devastating effects it happens all the time. Of, um, well, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when, the, when, the, when the ass falls out of these places, it's uh, it, it's terrible. Drugs come in mm-hmm. and ruin society. Yeah. Thank God for Adam Sandler yeah. at Kmart. He would have seemed he, like a yeah. godsend when he first arrived. Here's a guy who left the town, yeah, yeah, so already yeah. there's bitterness that he's gone. But he comes back, mm-hmm. and he comes back, pockets deep. He yeah. says, hey. Let me buy your town. Yeah. Everybody's like, what? Well, what does that mean? But okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. And he's like, now entertain me as a, kind of like a well, gesture. Think, this is my court. See, I think that starts slowly. Yeah. Yeah, Adam well, Sandler, here's what I imagine. Say I say I work at, uh, I don't know, the service uh-huh. station. That I'm at, I'm at the 7-Eleven. But Adam Sandler likes hanging out with me. At first, I'm just working at the service station. Yeah. But then one day he arrives and he's like, hey, let's go ride go-karts or whatever. And I'm like, well, I got a job. And he's like, that's ah, fine. You can, you can just leave it. Then slowly I leave it more and more, and then I have to only go there five minutes a day. And then not at all, but it doesn't matter because everybody's getting paid Sorry, by Adam. This. You know what? Adam, yeah. I feel like Adam Sandler would not like you know, and this this holds true in the movie is it's like your boss at the service station be like, hey, if you're not going to show up, that's fine, but you don't work here anymore. Mm. Yeah, like no, you don't understand. Like a big part of the appeal for Adam is that I still work here. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm going to come in a uniform and do like yeah. five minutes. And I, you, don't, you, know, like, you don't have to pay me. I'm not on the payroll, but it's just so important we keep this going. What, what about what about this though? It's like your options are you go and do your um, job. I'm yeah. doing air quotes. You can't catch it then in audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah oh, yeah. you could if I said it like this. Your job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Nailed it, nailed it. Nailed or... It. You're hanging out with Adam Sandler, like that's your life in the town. So you're, mm. you're sort of the elasticity of the hours that you work are, are inversely proportionate to your proximity to Adam Sandler. Yeah. Well, if you are sense. close to Adam Sandler, you do not have to spend really any time at all at your job. Mm. But if you are far away from Adam Sandler's social circle, yeah. you must be at your place of work. It sounds so scary to be in as in a circle and <laughs> be like on call yeah. or whatever. He's oh, yeah. I'd rather be do stressed. the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I'd rather work at Kmart. Well, <laughs> me too. I would pick Kmart as well. well guess, this is scary. Well, you mentioned that, yeah, with all these towns, the bottom falls out and a lot of people go to drugs and that kind yeah. of stuff. But if you look at some of the adults who do have like the jobs in this uh, town, a lot of them seem that they were maybe drug fucked. Yeah, yeah, prior. yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking of maybe you've got like three examples here. You've got the bus driver who was clearly like... Uh, I, I think Adam Sandler was so yeah. entertained by how he was mm. pre-Adam Sandler yeah. coming in. He's like, you can stay on drugs. You can stay on drugs. <laughs> but he's, he seems the kind of guy who's like just like addled because he's had years of abuse. Yeah. And this is maybe his recovering, but the damage has been done. You then have... Uh, uh, perhaps John Lovitz, yeah, who I think is definitely a reformed criminal of some kind, <laughs> yeah. and then also the principal of some kind. Yeah. The and guy is clearly a pervert. Yeah. He has been arrested yeah. for sexual yes. crimes. And the word "reformed" is also pretty generous. <laughs> <laughs> the drugs he was addicted to, yeah, yep. pervert pills, <laughs> yeah, pervert pills. Uh, and then yes, the uh, the the principal, yeah, uh, clearly is. Seemed like maybe had connections to the mob at one point. Well, and it also beautifully explains the incompetence of the people who aren't within Adam Sandler's inner circle. If Adam Sandler just lined up everyone in town yeah. and was like, janitor, principal, yeah, yoga yeah, yeah. instructor, cops. bus driver, cop, well, Like, is cop. anyone who has a job doing the job well? No. The ice cream store guy makes... I- oh, no, because ice cream store guy also gets tricked into making it look like he's taking a big I shit. Can't, yeah. I cannot get past the Adam Sandler job lottery. At the start of <laughs> yeah. some, you all just line up yep. and he just walks along and he yep. points at different people and tells them what they're going to be I, I doing say- his version of for the fucking yeah, yeah, next yeah. three months. I would say that Peter Dante does a... G- like, he takes his job as a cop really seriously, mm-hmm. but then I did have a flash of that 
genuinely comedic moment in the movie where the fight has started to break out at the party mm. and Adam Sandler's wife says somebody call the police yeah. and <laughs> out of the crowd Peter Dante is wearing nothing but skis yeah. a speedo and a foam dome that's got like eight cans of beer around his head and says we're already here <laughs> he knows how ridiculous yeah. it is to they even understand. imagine him as a real police yeah. officer a lot of them understand so what good. this like uh, town is yeah I it's it's ba- when he says we're already here, it's sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're already here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. like the, in the college students, the beautiful lonely island uh, who are just kind of like gyrating on a car. Yeah. Clearly that feels also like maybe that's a great gag that Adam Sandler <laughs> wanted to play on one of his good yeah. friends. Yeah. So I feel even when that Kevin James's wife is like, I didn't expect this. She, she means knew. like it wasn't she on the itinerary. Yeah. Like, no, I think it was on the itinerary because <laughs> she's like, I didn't expect this big smile and a wink. But Adam called up or. Larry, whatever his name was, called up and was like, I got a great joke. As Kevin James watches balls squish against his window, he's like, this is what I'm paid for. That was the best acting Kevin James did in the whole movie was Mm. when he got to pretend to be actually homophobic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did that scene make it into the Netflix cut? Yeah, great question. Um, Yes, although I've got a weird feeling it was shorter. Yeah, it felt like it really blew by. Like, you know... When it was brought up just then, I was like, was that in there? It was in there. There's definitely, yes, the, the mm. joke and stuff is yeah. in there. You get that shot of them walking towards the car. But in mm. the cut that Guy and I are used to, it's an extra you, you saw. saw. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's a lot of like body parts being squished against windows yeah. Yeah. and stuff. And another funny reveal with that scene, which yeah. again, yeah. It's, it's, it is worth probably noting the jokes that do land in this movie because yeah. you can cover them in one podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Cutting to the fact that the driving instructor and the kid are the other car. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. No, yeah. That's good. It's a good time. Good stuff. <laughs> Uh, I also think, again, if you, if you look at this where some people may have lost themselves in the role yeah. a little bit too much. If you, there's the scene where they go uh, in, in the supermarket, and this is, I think, where Adam Sandler is like, I'm going to have this great confrontation with who I think my wife is like crushing on, yeah. um, the yoga instructor. And so he wants to have this conversation, this scripted conversation that he wants to have there. Yeah. But then the woman who is just obsessed with him yeah. comes in, and I feel that, that bit, she's lost herself in the role. Yeah, well, and Adam Sandler doesn't like. See, this. I don't. Yeah, see, I don't know. I I'm still firmly of the belief that Adam Sandler has lost himself in the role. <laughs> no, Adam see, Sandler's really struggling in this movie to tell the difference between reality and I, his own created fiction. I have a theory that this scene, I think, very heavily implies, yeah. which is that Adam Sandler bought the town, but it was never his intention for it to become oh. Adam Sandlerville. Oh. But the town, as time goes by, is so scared he's going to leave. <laughs> So they ah. are like secretly coming together to make sure that everything. Oh. Like, we can't have him leave. He needs to They're have the secret police. <laughs> yeah, the the whole. And town. this is why there can be no such thing as a benevolent dictator yes. because even when the dictator has the best of intentions and doesn't doesn't want to mess with anything, the mere yeah. fact that that much power is centralized to a focal yeah. point changes the behavior of everyone in it. Yeah, because that scene in the supermarket where there's, I mean, that's also a pretty good scene where he's trying to have the confrontation with the yoga instructor, but then you've also got girlfriend from sixth grade coming in Mm. and like there's so much conflict and Adam Sandler's like, I have no idea what's happening, but none of this seems good for (laughs) me. So let's go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He checks out of that. Also, (laughs) something that has no payoff because it seems like the Selma Hayek. Mm. With the person that dated yeah. Adam Sandler in sixth grade is like, you're delusional. Yeah. But then she eats the note as if to be like, don't even think about it. Mm. But Adam Sandler's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does this note yeah, mean? Right. 
Huh. Yeah, and then there's no payoff for that because well, it's like well, she kicks her in the head. Yeah, she kicks her in the head. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she does kick it's her. It's also in very head. telling that that his child's driving instructor and his wife's assistant are married. Yeah, that's just very like I don't know. Two people close to my family connect him up. Yeah. I can't stop thinking. And forgive me for not remembering their names. Yeah. The bold family that keep going. What? what? Imagine that. If that's Adam Sandler's choice. I want this family to behave like this. You as mm. the dad have to be like, I'm sorry, son. You're going to have to say this horrible yeah, catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. I want to make it really clear for the people listening mm. that literally in the movie Grown Ups 2, there are three characters <laughs> who are in one family and they try to get the word what across the line as a catchphrase. Yeah. They're trying to float that as like a <laughs> let's get it on merch catchphrase <laughs> in the film. It is fucking I, insane. I feel like they're, they're really close to Adam Sandler and they've started phoning it in. Mm. They're like, I'm actually running out of ways to engage with him when he comes yeah. along. What? So how, like, how small can I make it? Yeah. Like, or can I reduce it to that it's still serviceable? Yeah. And Adam Sandler's so discombobulated by what's happening that every time they're like, what? He's like, well, that is what they say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I pay him for. I pay him for that yeah. part. That, that does like, you know, call back to that like nostalgic era where like catchphrases were just a huge yeah, part yeah, yeah. of media. And so that could just be things of being like, That's what I want. I miss yeah. this. I miss when this happened. Do this what? Do the what? Yeah, yeah. Do the what? Make your wife do the what? I <laughs> am totally blown away. By where we got to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's unexpected. I really, yeah. it, I, I honestly, I, I feel like we stumbled into a theory that holds water. Mm-hmm. Yep. That actually stands up to yes. scrutiny. Yeah, like there's there's a, a real sense of pride. I'm feeling. I'm feeling very <laughs> yeah, proud yeah. of guy. So I've we been, don't often feel I've that been, after an episode. Yeah, it's rare for us honest. to come to yeah. what you might call a what what the layman would call a conclusion. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should be proud of ourselves yeah, yeah, today for like, what we achieved. Yeah, cause, well, I think yeah, like Adam Sandler might be in charge. I think I'm going around to more the JD theory, which is like Adam Sandler injected this town with a lot of money. And the town are being like, I guess he is our king and we need to service him unbeknownst to him. And I think in many ways that still remains a Mm. consummate metaphor for what's happening in Happy Madison Productions, where Adam Sandler, despite, you know, he he is responsible for all these people, but also these people... Sort of responsible for it. Well, I yeah. think it still works. I well, think exactly, it's still an effective metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's going to tell Adam Sandler in the town, no, I don't want to do that because they fear the implications. Yeah, and Adam and Sandler could never stop because all of these people rely yeah. on him so heavily. You know, it's a kind of horrible catch yeah. 22. Yeah. yeah. It really is. And sometimes, in the same way that Happy Madison and in the town, sometimes he goes on holiday, like he gets shoulder tapped to go and do something of interest, which is like he gets, he leaves, mm. he leaves the town. To go on a holiday and experience what life's like as an actual goes, person. Goes to Hawaii, yeah. meets yeah. a girl who's got amnesia, dates go, her, marries her. Go and work with the Safety brothers in New York on a diamond movie. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, get, in, get involved in the diamond trade. Yeah. Get addicted to gambling. <laughs> Run up some debts. Yeah. Shot in the head. Dies. Yeah. Fine again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it must be nice living in the town when um, this Adam Sandler does go on an actual yeah, holiday because yeah. I feel like it might be a nice break. Yeah. Mm. Quick question <laughs> round the horn, if I may. As, Please. As I, I, th- I feel like we're closing things up. Yeah. Um, who would rather work in, in the construct of Grown Ups 2 for Kmart and who for Adam Sandler? Or with all we know. I mm. am very much Team Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, it means that not only is my life chaos all the time, I'm sort of also getting to live a second. A teenage dream of mine, which is to be a member of the Jackass crew. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that that's two birds, one stone for yeah. me. Um, so yeah, yeah, as close to Adam Sandler as possible. Yeah. Make me 
Uh, Part of that crew. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm yeah, definitely yeah. Team Sandman. Uh, sometimes I don't like decisions. Mm. So I feel this uh, would smooth out my brain somewhat. Yeah. And um, I'm kind of at their whimsy. I think I would pick living uh, close to Adam Sandler because I think the most appropriate place for me at any point in history would have been a medieval jester mm. being like, spit in me eye, my lord. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that's basically, yeah. I would slot right in. Jackson, truly a cuck for the ages. Oh, yeah, we have no dignity. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's so many things we would do for cash. Yeah. Uh, yourself? I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blown away by that. Yeah. I, I think... <laughs> I'd have to work at Kmart, and I know that the hours are harder, and I know it's a, a more challenging mm. graft. But to me, the freedom of power, of movement, knowing where my daytime and nighttime <laughs> hours are, <laughs> and like oh, yeah. just being in proximity to the Sandler Circus and being like, I don't think it would be difficult to... To, I think it wouldn't be difficult to get in. I think it looks pretty fucking tough to get yeah, out. Yeah, and I, I think you know you've made your Sandler beards there, boys. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm just going to look at you from behind the gun shelf at Kmart <laughs> yeah. and say, Godspeed, better yeah. you than me. Yeah. I'm 100 percent with Guy as well. I'm I'm team Kmart all the way. And it's like it's an interesting thing mm. because it's um autonomy is so important to me. And literally, I think I would be working way more hours at the Kmart. But it's just that sense of like, I feel like I am in control of my own destiny. Yeah. Okay. Am I earning minimum wage? Yes. But no one can mm. yank me out to go to a recital on the turn of a dime. Yeah, I think uh, if Adam Sandler yeah. woke me up at 2 a.m. and was like, you got to put lobsters down your pants. Have them bite your balls. Yeah. I'd be like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, yes, thank you for making this decision <laughs> for me, Adam. Right. I don't need to make these decisions. I will. Yeah. A dream of, I think, both myself and Jack yeah, is to yeah. one day be controlled by like uh, Remy the Rat situation. Yeah, a Ratatouille situation is um, basically... <laughs> Sweet yeah. paradise, yeah, for the both of us. So, like, just to be a big fleshy mech for Adam Sandler would kind of be a dream come yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do what you want, Adam. Let me be your meat jester. I just think that subservience is yeah. oh. is really where I need I, to be. In life. I would just like I mean, to the say the podcast that... is going somewhere else. Right yeah. now. <laughs> would... Do you guys do merch? Because put that on a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, you a fleshy mech for Adam. Uh, I'd just like to say that. Whilst I am team working for Adam, I'm there for the chaos of it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do do I do enjoy making choices and the idea of being so subservient. Yeah. That isn't me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what that means. But I do. <laughs> I am leaning also like because Kmart also seems chaotic. Because like I guess most of your job is just cleaning up rafts that have been. Most <laughs> <activated laughs> your job is dealing store. with Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you do lose a, yeah, yeah. You lose a lot of agency because basically <laughs> the main people are coming at Adam and his cronies, and you are powerless to. Stop them from doing <laughs> anything. Yeah. All of you have forgotten that Nick Swardson puts a real human turd into the display toy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're in there. Yeah. 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 He does and that. You huh? think you're out. You're not out. Yeah. You can work at Kmart yeah. all you like. That's the trick. Even if you work for Kmart, you're working for Adam Sandler. You'll have lobsters on your balls and you won't even be getting paid for it. <laughs> you're at the party. You're in the fight. You're also at the recital if you're Tim Meadows, who is the only person yeah. we see working at Kmart. At least. We understand True. the value of money. You don't get paid in dollars. Everything is free. You have no idea what a life actually is like. You're you don't know what a life town. is actually like because you haven't been inside a tire rolling down a hill. You don't know. You've yeah. never lived. You've even never now, lived. even in this, even in this thought exercise, there is a separation between those of us who work at Kmart and those of us who are under the Sandler umbrella. And this is what they want. Yeah, yeah. You, you haven't... don't know what it feels like with a tire just slamming into your nuts <laughs> yeah, exactly. at 200 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs>
You don't know that beautiful pain. You haven't Joy. lived until you've potentially experienced what your last moments yeah. of life of Earth could be. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. We yeah. could die at any yeah. moment. Life yeah. is valuable. We're living to on the Adam edge. Said. You've live never been strung up moment. by your feet on a bus for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what that's like. Yes, I, I actually, I, I will join Guy in that. I think that all of this can be summed up by the beautiful lyrics of Ario Speedwagon, which are the first words we hear as the credits roll. <laughs> Live every moment, love every day, because before you know it, your precious time slips away. Yeah, wow. It's a message for all of us. Yeah, that's that true. Is, that that's is something so that I think, no matter if yeah. you're Team Kmart or Team Sandman, that yeah. is something that you should absolutely, you know, you take too. away from it's this something episode. something we can all get behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Have that tattooed across your chest yeah 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 and on that note i've been joel i've also been joel i've been jackson and i've been guy i've been tim kmart band (laughs) (laughs) uh we have been plumbing the death star and we have been the worst idea of all time anyone want to should we plug any pluggables oh yeah because this is coming out during the melbourne comedy festival oh yeah If that's mm. true, buy a ticket, come watch Guy Montgomery do stand-up comedy. I do not mention Grown Ups 2 once. <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. um, and uh, if you are coming for us, um, yeah, go see Guy Montgomery. Go see Guy Montgomery. Uh, yeah, yeah. Show. <laughs> uh, tickets will be available, available now. Uh, yeah. Links in the show notes, I believe. I also believe that we're plugging the entire festival. So if you're in Melbourne or yeah. you can get to Melbourne, go yeah. to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, buy tickets, buy Every ticket imaginable. Yep. Anytime there's a deal, snap those oh tickets my up. Oh, yeah. Tight ass Tuesdays. Deals. Oh, you better believe we're going yeah. on a Tuesday. These guys know what they're talking about. <laughs> Important that you do buy tickets to Guy's show yeah, first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. with <laughs> all that extra money, yeah. which we know you've all got, yeah, podcast yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah. Stimulate <laughs> Melbourne's economy and the comedy scene yeah. by going to buy Guy Montgomery's comedy show. <laughs> what was that, uh, the title of that show once again? Guy Montgomery by now. Name Guy Montgomery by nature. Yes, yeah. there so it is. That's remember that. So that's Guy Montgomery by name. Guy Montgomery by nature. Go buy tickets now. If you can't now. make it, it's fine. Mm. Buy tickets. Yeah. Guy loves performing to a half-empty room, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. provided that he knows it's in theory yeah, sold yeah. out. From exactly. Australia, can if you not you, get to Melbourne? If you're still right do now it. living in the US or the UK <laughs> yeah. or somewhere where you can't quite travel, uh, if you don't even have a passport, it's fine. Go on to the the, the Mikov website. And just search for Guy Montgomery and buy you know those what? tickets. I've changed my mind. The show's <laughs> off. <Don't come. laughs> uh, this has been Plumbing the Death Star, worst idea of all time. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And uh, yeah, subscribe to both of our podcasts. Mm. 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm hitting stop right there. There's such a like, strangely menacing tone for that. <laughs> <laughs> Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.